Greetings and salutations, listeners. It's Todd Edwards coming to you tonight on Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. Happy New Year. It's my first show of 2021. And I must admit, we've enjoyed a a great New Year's holiday weekend watching some bowl games as it was a virtual feast for college football last week. Almost every day of the week had some bowl games being played and caught some bowl game activity. Hence, I did not was unable to watch any movie. Give you a movie review in this week's edition of Todd Talk here, heard on Anchor.fm or Spotify or uh, any other forms of social media. You can reach out to me. Speaking of social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. It's Todd Edwards again, coming to you this Wednesday, January sixth, twenty twenty one. I mentioned about the new year and some college bowl games. Hey, the national championship is going to be taking place on Monday, January 11th on ESPN at 8 p.m. featuring Alabama Crimson Tide taking on the the Ohio State University, the Buckeyes, and the national championship again Monday, January 11th. And of course, uh, prior to the big bowl championship on Monday, this upcoming weekend, the NFL playoffs start. And I know some people question, why why can't they have the college championship game on a Saturday. Well, traditionally every year, it's because the NFL playoffs are held over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, hence pushing the the college football championship to Monday. And the Baltimore Ravens made the playoffs for the third straight year in a row. Uh, They come into the playoff season with an 11-5 record, uh, defeating the Cincinnati Bengals this past Sunday. They will take on the Tennessee Titans. They'll travel to Nissan Stadium this Sunday at 1 p.m., they are listed at this point as a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Tennessee Titans, who, you recall, came into Baltimore last year and spanked Baltimore, the then number one seed uh, in the playoffs. And, and Baltimore, really, uh, the past two years in the playoffs have been one and done. They flopped both years, and it'll be interesting to see this season if Lamar Jackson and company can get the, uh, if you will, the schneid off their back, so to speak, and pick up a playoff win, and it'll have to happen at Tennessee. And then, of course, at that point, uh, who knows where they'll travel. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed, uh, and they await uh, a playoff team to play the following week. So it's anybody's guess to see uh, where the Ravens, if they can make it past the first round. Of course, after their Super Bowl win under Coach John Harbaugh in 2012, it hasn't been, they haven't been very successful in the playoffs, and certainly not under Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. That could change this Sunday. Stay tuned. That game, um, I think, will be part of the ESPN network. Whether that's shown on ESPN or ABC remains to be seen. And, of course, you can listen to the game on WBAL or 98 Rock WIYY FM out of Baltimore if you prefer on the radio dial. So there's some of the sports disclaimers coming out today. Also, another big sport uh, I want to mention are my broadcast with sports shooting stars that we were we broadcast high school football games and high school basketball games. Uh, practices began this past week here in Pennsylvania for the start of high school basketball season. And our schedule has a game set for this Saturday as York High Bearcats, the Lady Bearcats, take on McCaskey. And that may be a game we will broadcast. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Again, Sports Shooting Stars, Todd Edwards, Dew Jones, if you're interested in following us and watching our games. Uh, last Friday, I had the pleasure of uh, broadcasting a, a basketball preview show. You can catch all that on Sports Shooting Stars. I think we're up to over 1,400 views 
uh, for our talk show. It was a great time. We hope to do that kind of during the season here, if not every other week, maybe once a month, just to check in with our viewers. The demand's there. Sponsorships are growing. And if you want to be part, reach out to us through Facebook and Instagram. Again, Sports Shooting Stars. And, and we also are going to set to have a game next Monday as Dallas Town travels to Central. I'm hoping we can start our broadcast season with one of those games. I do not have 100% confirmation as I go to the air tonight, this Wednesday night, January 6th, on which game we'll start our season. But our broadcast schedule is on the Sports Shooting Stars Facebook page. And you can follow us and uh, enjoy some high school bas basketball action. Hopefully things will uh, take place this year with the whole COVID-19 situation. It seems like it's on again, off again, and that's the, the one fluid thing, I guess, with the COVID-19 where we just don't know what to expect. Uh, hopefully uh, the students can get some games in, and more importantly, our broadcast crew at Sports Shooting Stars can bring some uh, girls and boys YIAA action to the fans this coming season during the winter post-holidays. Uh, for me, sometimes seem to be a slow draw till we get to spring. So the months of January and February and March till we get to spring uh, can be filled with some good, hopefully some good basketball action in and around our area. Also want to switch gears a little bit um, from all the sports talk to uh, some politics and political talk. And of course, uh, last night, the Georgia runoff election for the two U.S. Senate seats, uh, then held by Senator Kelly Loeffler and Senator David Perdue, as expected from my end, uh, they both lost, um, again, with the paper ballots and the, the, the chicanery, in my opinion, how things are unfolding with these elections. Um, it doesn't surprise me. And quite candidly, on a national level, I think it may be very difficult for a Republican to win, uh, i.e. the presidency again, uh, because of the paper ballots. And to some degree, um, even these big Senate races in a state as such as Georgia, uh, where we saw for the first time, I believe, since the 96 election, it went Democrat, uh, allegedly, uh, with Joe Biden winning that state. Uh, not a lot of faith. I don't have, seem to have a lot of faith in the, the political system right now and our election system. And I'm a politico. I, I eat, breathe, and sleep this. And it's a, it's a sad day. And I'll carry over that sad day today, January 6th, where uh, the Senate was to meet uh, at the Senate building in downtown D.C., Trump supporters converged on our nation's capital, and a bit of melee and chaos ensued in our nation's capital today over the course of several hours in the afternoon today, and uh, it was an ugly scene, much like what we saw last year in a lot of these big cities with the riots and the looting and the burning of the buildings, although we didn't see the burning of the buildings, we saw more uh, people uh, running into the House of Representatives in the Senate buildings in D.C., it's a very unfortunate uh, when you talk about any type of violence, uh, as I mentioned, whether it was the riots from last summer or this, to, to condone this type of activity. But I, 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 view that, I feel that a lot of people are very upset with this system that's taking place, this political system, and they feel that maybe they, their voice is not being heard. It certainly isn't being heard by the lamestream media that's out there. They're not putting it out at all. And uh, a lot of the portion of the population is very upset, and that goes probably on both sides of the fence in terms of your political persuasions. But uh, moving on to another topic, what to make note, uh, some news came out according to the Gettysburg Battlefield. The last documented widow of a Civil War vet dies at the age of 101. 
Her name was Helen Viola Jackson. She died December 16th at Marshfield, Missouri's Webco Manor Nursing, Nursing Home. She married James Bolin, who at the time was 93 years old. He was a widower himself, who served in the 14th Missouri Cavalry, and they married. She was 17. Now, uh, this seems maybe a bit outrageous in this day and age in 2020, but it was quite common back in the day for Civil War vets in the 1930s to marry much younger women. Uh, to almost kind of take care of them as they were in their 80s and 90s and married. And, uh, and many of them uh, got a pittance of a pension from the Civil War, uh, maybe to the tune of 15 to $20 a month back then. Um, but yes, uh, Helen Viola Jackson, the daughters of the Union veterans were able to corroborate her account based on historical documents. Uh, rest in peace to the last documented widow of the Civil War, Helen Viola Jackson, who passed again on December 16th at the age of 101. And there you have it, a little bit of Todd talk covering all bases. And who knows what we'll talk about next week, our second edition of the 2021 year. But I thank you for tuning in each and every week to Todd talk. Again, I'll be back next Wednesday. I tune in to Todd Edwards and Todd talk on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn, reach out to me. And I hope everyone has a phenomenal week. And we'll see you back here next Wednesday for more Todd Talk. This is your host, Todd Edwards, signing off.